I love the Lord. Now, we are recording back there, right? All right. When you get a prophetic word, let me encourage you to make sure you understood it correctly, get it written out. I always say write it out because you hear it differently when you write it out. You see it correctly and don't take it lightly. If Trump came here and spoke one sentence, you'd remember everything he said. If God repeatedly speaks to you and you brush it off, you won't be speaking all that much anymore to you if you don't take what he says seriously. You may test the word, not the prophet. You may grow in it. I do have very good books. And if you have dreams, I have a book on how to interpret dreams there. It's a very, very much a hot seller in my life. I can't keep up the printing of it. People want to know how to interpret dreams. There's a pattern in your life, and I have a dictionary in there too to help you lay out those dreams carefully so God speaks to you. I have books on how to prophesy, different books on prophecy, all kinds of audio there. It's what I do. So, all right. Let me have this man with a leafy white shirt and the shorts in church. I don't know who wears shorts to church. That is so unusual. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Joe? Joe, could you in that row stand up, please? All five of them. All those sinners, please. All the sinners. Thank you. We're all sinners redeemed by Christ. I'm kidding. We're all redeemed. Sinners. No one's better than anybody, right? So what's your name? Joe, you say? All right. Not Trader Joe. And next to you is your daughter? Wife. 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 What's your name? Help me. Not Wanda. It's a fish. Oh, that's a fish. Oh, no. So you have children? How many? Did you know that, Joe? If it's a problem with your throat today. Oh, who's Larry? I never met him. Giantess, maybe not Larry. So what do you do for what did you do for a living? Help me. He sells corrugated steel. He sells what? Corrugated steel. Yeah. Exciting. Wow. Woo. Every day a new adventure. <laughs> I'm so weird. I weird myself out. So what do you do, Wanda? And a good one too, I bet. Are your children grown? Are they in the church here today? Not here today? All right. One of them has had many struggles and constant fights. And the Lord says, I'm making your child stronger, not weaker through all the fights. You must let go because you're a real mom. You're such a protective mother. You always want to make everyone's life happier and better. better. But the best thing you can do is let God have his way with them. It's that simple. One day you're a blessing. You're an absolute doll. You're very kind and generous of heart and spirit. And God, your help. He's broken a curse in your family of cancer and disease. It will not touch, touch you. Do not the devil lie to you. Some people have gone down with cancer. It won't touch you. You'll be just fine. God says it'll just pass you by like the blood on the doorpost. Pass you by. It's that simple. Joe, you're a good man. You have unfinished projects in your life. You keep promising Wanda you're going to fix and do things, and she's waiting for a long time. You can just go ahead, yeah, you can just go ahead and buy a new toaster and forget trying to fix it. It's getting really old now, thank you very much. So, uh, but you're a good man in many ways, and this, the Lord's plugging you into this family. You're not passing through this church. You've come to this church, and you need to grab it with your soul and know there's a, a job and a purpose for you in this house. God's got good plans. There's a lot of good things coming in your, work, in your job situation. God's opening up doors that no man can shut. He's got plans for you. They passed you by with some sort of managerial promotion, and it's about to happen. They cannot stop God's plan. They can try, but God is the one that always wins. This may take time. You know, the Bible tells us Daniel said that the influence 
of the king of Persia, 21 days held back his prayer to answer the prayer. And the devil's fought your blessing, but he can't hold it back forever. It's coming. It's that simple. You're an interesting man. You made your angel tired a few times, Joe, because you're a little crazy sometimes and comical and um, <laughs> unusual. Get yourself in trouble and out of trouble the same, same day. But you're a good man and got a kind heart and you really are a good man. You're going to be a great grandpa, tremendous grandpa, really are. Thank you so much. What's your name? Kenneth, and you are? Barbie. Sorry? Joyce. Joyce. Close enough. All right. You married? You guys are married? For how long? Two? Three. Children? No children in three years? In Texas, we only need nine months. That's all we need. But well, we're from Texas now, y'all. So what do you do there, sir? You're unemployed? You're a pastor? Because that's what they are. Did I say that loud? I was just thinking it. Sorry. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. What do you, what do you qualify to do? Pharmaceutical? Science. Like make drugs? Something like that. I love your spirit. I love who you are. You're in a valley right now. Valleys are fantastic. Because you have to come out of them. You can only go down to the bottom. There's, no, there's not any further you can go. You'll have to come up. You're a very smart man. This is what the Lord says. I must tell you three things. You didn't cause this. You're not to blame. Don't take the shame. Don't, take, don't blame yourself as you harden yourself. The second thing I must tell you is don't let the influence of your family and people tell you what to do. And think, you think it through. This is a very important time in your life. God is birthing something in you because you can. The whole kingdom of God comes in a can, not a can't. God can. You can do all things. And the third thing is God's got much bigger plans for you than you have for yourself. You're knocking on the, all the wrong doors. God says, God says that it's the smaller door that's going to open it to the bigger door. Because it's not your qualification, education is going to win the hearts, it's who you are. Because you're a man of integrity. You work very hard. You don't even know when to stop. You skip meals because when you get so focused on the thing, you don't do anything else. All you do is focus on that. You're very focused. You're very loyal by nature. Hard work. You push yourself way too hard. But God loves you for who you are, not for what you can do. And you have to understand that. So you're in a very crucial time because God has much bigger plans for you than you have for yourself. You just want a job with a good salary and you want to do right. No, no, God's got much bigger stuff than that. Of great influence because you have a good heart, good spirit. You were supposed to be dead as a child already. The devil had tried to kill you because you had a great plan for your life that the Lord had. And so he already then was already assigned to you already to show you how influential you were going to be for God's kingdom and to, to slow back and hold back God's plan. So please understand this is much more delicate the situation than you think it is. God's watching carefully how you respond to him. As for you, ma'am, you're a delight to him. You don't feel always good enough, but you are an absolute angel. There's another way to describe you, sweet and kind. There's, you know, when Jesus saw Nathaniel, he said, a man without any guile, look. And that's how you are, not a lick of meanness in you. You are so kind. People are so quick to be harsh on you. You get so hurt so easily, even with the family, because they're so harsh with their mouths. And you just want to help everybody and bless. You always have good thoughts, and you forgive so quickly, and God salutes and honors you today. You are an absolute princess. He scored big time marrying you. He did. He did.
You're a teacher. You're a communicator. And kids love you. You will work with children. That's God's plan for you and in the church because you are so gentle and so kind. You really are a very sweetheart. Uh, God's healing something in your body as I speak with you. Nobody knows. But you walk out that door and that thing is in troubling you. It's gone. You will not need surgery. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, dude, like totally. What's your name? Sonia. Are you married, Miss Sonia? Would you like to be? Well, just point and click. There's got to be someone here. I hear a lot of nervous laughs. I'm just kidding, Sonia. I'm just kidding. What do you do, Sonia? You're a lawyer and you're a Christian? Who knew? Sonia, here's the thing, I, and it's very important that you put the sorrows behind you. You've had, a, you've had more than one. You've had more than one serious hardship to go through emotionally. And it's, you, had, you must understand what's happened to you is not you. You didn't do this. This is not you. You've been a victim, a lot of stuff. Although you keep always analyzing yourself as if you think you had a role to play. You're trying to find what you did wrong, but you're since you're a little girl. You took blame for things that never yours to take blame. Always trying to do it better. Listen to me today. This is not you. You didn't do this. And there's nothing wrong with you. Do you understand? Maybe you're too smart. You know, guys are, infl- are threatened by smart ladies. You've got to act a little dumb sometimes. <laughs> you don't have to be right all the time. Don't tell them to make a mistake, go the wrong road. Just let them make the mistake. <laughs> and say, oh, I don't know. That's, uh. you let, them, let them think, you know, they're cool. It's okay. <laughs> but you are a blessing. You're trying to help everybody and uphold so many people in your family. And everybody comes to you for everything. And you, because you are just... You act so tough, but you're not tough at all. You're a softie. And they all just use you so easily because you just want to do and help and give and generous. And God loves you for it. God loves your generous heart and your willingness to help anybody and everybody with all you can. And God will bless you for that. A lot of changes are coming. I don't know if you have your own practice or if you're on your own office, but God's making some bigger adjustments for you to make a, a new door for you open. Um, there is, I know it sounds very odd what I want to tell you, but the man that God has for you is a little younger than you. And yeah. Take it down the notch, fellas. You haven't heard a prophetic ministry like this before. It's like an entertainment show. Hey, Bill, don't you be enjoying this too much. Take your medication. So, I, I, what I'm telling you is because you, are, you resist certain people. You, you have a certain image of what it must look like. And... God's got something a little, and there's someone who really loves you. There's no, there's no other ulterior motive. They just love you, and that's not, they don't want a mother. They just want someone that they, they God does different things. Uh, you know, Boaz was embarrassed. You know, he felt because he was so much older than her. He felt embarrassed by it. And that's not the same. It's not that much older, but, but uh, you need to be just open to what God wants to do. Please. You're a wonderful lady. Forget the fact that you're a lawyer, just a wonderful heart. You've endured many. I'm not, I'm not impressed with 
persons, I'm impressed by your heart, who you are and what you've endured so much in your life. And you come out tops. You're a great lady. Thank you so much yes. for being in this family. Great lady. What's your name with the green shirt? You don't know what shirt? Yeah? You don't know what shirt you have on? You don't know what you wore today? Uh, are you married, Michael? No. Ah. So, Michael, you know that Jesus said, don't... Get that little colt and tell them my Lord has need of it. So my Lord has need of you. What do you do, Michael? The vice You're a vice president of a company. I literally drove from Memphis and I've been in Livermore for about six hours. Wow. So they don't even know you here? Yeah. You're a visitor? Yeah. What a miracle. God came in time. So what do you come to do here? So you came, you came all this way and you just happened to come to church too? Okay, well, there are a lot of prophetic people here. They're a crazy bunch here by the looks of things. You never know what's going to happen next. I'm glad, I'm glad to meet you. I don't know where your mother is. Is she still alive? The mother's gone? Because she's quite a little lady, and she's, uh, she's petitioned the Lord for you so much already. In fact, you're here because of all her prayers. Her prayers have touched heaven on numerous occasions for you. She's a remarkable lady. I just love her. I love her. She's a really great lady. She's always positive and never complains. She's always got the fire in you. She's really done a great job inside of you. Um, you've been through a valley in your own life that you didn't cause. You've got a gentle heart. You act, you're very smart and tough with some things, but you're very weak in others because you, you're just so gullible and trusting. You know, it's, just, and you've had, it's repeated itself so many times. And you feel like an idiot. But actually, God loves that naivety in you. Because to the pure in heart, all things are pure. And that's why. You even, you even take accusations that weren't yours. They brought a whole case against you. It wasn't true. It's a lie from hell. Just to bring you down, to make you see yourself wrong. And it's a lie from, from the pit of hell. God has smiled on you. And I'm glad you came all this way to hear the word of the Lord. And he's got good plans for you. Whatever you do in the company is only a tool to get you where God's got plans for you. And new things he's got for you. He wants you to do some brand new things. Uh, you've kind of burnt out or used up all whatever they're going to see and recognize. And you've got too much. He's moved you on because the old wineskin's not enjoying the new wine that you are so much. But you're very different. You are very unusual, and they don't always get you. And so you're going to get this. You would fit really in, in this crowd, let me tell you. <laughs> they put the Z in crazy. God's also healing some things in your body which are not severe, but they need attention. And there's a sign to you that, you that he has spoken his word and he's watching over you. He's always helped you. He's helped you through some really unusual, saved your life on numerous occasions. All your mother's prayers and she's petitioned heaven for you and you are so safe in the hands of God. There's no question. And I'm glad you came tonight. Very glad you came. Thank you, sir. Don't tell me you're in a boring church. This is not a boring church. Yes, sir. What's your name, lady with the, the face? 
You got a black dress. You got a blonde hair. Yes, ma'am. Stand up, please. I can't, I can't hear you. When you stand up, the acoustics are better for me. Melissa, and you are married in, in love. And what do you do? You what? You watch kids. How many? Right now, one. Are you, are you with someone here today? Your daughter? Stand up, daughter. All right. Stand up, daughter. Stand up. Oh, you are standing. Just checking. What's your name, daughter? She's definitely American. Because, you know, when they ask the kids their names, they ask you back. They're not sure. Rayleigh? Yes, your name's Rayleigh. Riley. My kids do the same thing. This is Lizette. Come say hi, Come say hi to the people, Lizette. She's 12. She's almost 13. Say hi. hi. Tell them who your favorite grandpa is. You. That's prophetic. I just knew it. I just knew it. So what, what do you do? You say you watch kids at the moment? You watch kids? God has set you free. You can't go back the way you came. God has set you free. They told you you're a loser. They knocked you down. They, were, they really treated you like dirt. And it was completely wrong. It displeased God greatly. God's going to pick you up and restore your life. Do you understand? In every way. But you must keep going. Do not look back. God does love you. It's one thing, just one thing he asks of you. Nothing else. He's asking you to genuinely forgive. It's extremely hard for you. But you have to forgive. Because they've done wrong to you. You've got to forgive them and release them so that you can have the blessings of God that he has for you. Do you understand? Because God wants to give you a new life. I heard today that God's made all things new. The song they sang many times. God has made all things new. And he does. He's doing a brand new thing for you. He really does. He sent you here to hear that word. To know God's good plans for you. As for you, Rayleigh is her name? Riley. Riley. How old are you, Riley? 14. Are you married? <laughs> Strong-willed Riley. Strong-willed. And uh, she's, she's got your back. I mean, she's got your back. You've had many wounds in your heart, but this girl's going to be a, more than a child to you. She'll be a friend and, a, and support to you because she's just got that inside of her. And she's, she's an overcomer. She's not backing down for anybody. She'll fight the fight. And so she is. But God's going to do a new thing for you. There's finances coming your way. God's opening up doors that no man can shut. God does love you. I'm sorry for the Christians that have burned you, but there are good ones out there too. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, and very nice to thee. What's your name with the blue jacket, sir? Blue jacket and... You know you've got a blue jacket or shirt, whatever it is. Shirt, yes. Yeah, sir? Yeah, you at the back. Dude, like totally. Don? Are you with someone, Don? Are you with here, someone, someone here with you? You married? Oh, he's a little nervous now. Is this guy matching me up? Or no, I'm not. What do you do for a living, Don? What kind of insurance? Life is the strangest commodity. How do you sell that product? Someone knocks on my door to tell me how rich everyone else is going to be when I die, and I must and I must pay for it. I, I just don't get that one. Doesn't sound Jewish at all to me. You know why God made Gentiles? Because somebody had to pay retail. You didn't know that? You didn't know that? Oy. So, so uh, you in this church? Yeah. God is doing a wonderful work in your life. I'm really sorry for what you've had to go through and some of the stuff. 
But God wants you to be happy. He does. He wants you to be happy. You're not um, discerning as much as you are suspicious because you've been burned so much. So expecting everyone to let you down and turn on you. And God's got some good things for you. It's not everyone like you. know, we often feel because two people have burned us that the rest is going to... It's not true. It's not true. There's a lot out there that are going to love you for who you are and appreciate you. You built a neat little wall around your heart and your life because you don't want to get hurt again. It's only made you more painful, keeping people alone. And you've got too much love to give. No one knows you. In this. Nobody really knows you in this room. You've got such a loving heart and it's all closed up. We need to get it out again and get it flowing like a river. It's God's plan. God is restoring to you what the devil stole from you. You've had a lot taken from you. Because you're a man of business and, and influence and you had a money and it's all been taken from you. And God's going to give it all back to you and then some. Thank you. What's your name with the, with the, the Florida shirt? Hawaii shirt? Well, excuse me. Fred, you know him? Fred, okay, I just want to know. It's not one of those guys drove in from Miami, Miami or something. Miami. From Memphis. You don't even sound like you're from Memphis. Tennessee, they talk funny in Tennessee. They keep telling me, they tell me Cracker Barrel comes from last week. We said, so, so what? Cracker Barrel. Proud of the Cracker Barrel they are. All right, Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. So what, what do you do, sir? I'm retired. From? Electronic school district. <laughs> nice. Maintenance in the school district. Aha. Okay. And are you, are you married? Yes. Where's your wife today? Yes. I asked because often the wife may be there and I, the two are one I want them to minister. What's her name? Pat. Pat. God is doing a wonderful healing in Pat's life, both physically and spiritually, fixing some things because she's carrying a load in her she ought not to be carrying. You're an interesting man. You work with your head a lot more than with your heart. You're always trying to logically process stuff, always logically trying to figure things out. And it hasn't got you a whole lot for, for further than just following your heart. But you've got a sweetheart. There's no, there's no evil in you. So I need to appeal to that, not let the head work, let the heart work. And God will do the rest for you. God likes you. He likes your little heart. He loves who you are. He loves how you help people and done things throughout your life. You've done things where no one could see it. You, want, you like to do that, be that man that nobody gets credit to. You want to do it before God. You're not looking for a show. And, uh, but your, your wounds come from your childhood. A lot of stuff happened in your childhood that should never have happened. And it, it's left you scarred all the way through. And then you've got your wife with all her stuff going on and her losses she had. And so it's been a real journey of war. So much stuff. But the end will be greater than the beginning. That's God's promise to you. Greater. And you can tell her... That she's loved and she's a special little lady. I haven't met her. I just know in the spirit she's a good lady and God has not forgotten about her. He hasn't because she has so many questions. She's holding God hostage. Why God? Why? But God says if I explained it to her, she still wouldn't get it anyway. She, must just, she just knows deep in her heart I'm bigger than all that. <coughs> Thanks for being here tonight with your Hawaii shirt. <laughs> yours, where's your shirt from? Macy's. Yeah, you can't remember. Oh, thank you. Men's Warehouse. Not Hawaii or something or, or Memphis. All right. Well, I like it a lot. Thank you, Jesus. Are you bored yet? No. 
So I can stop. Not hard for me to stop now. It's 8.30 already. You guys love your prophecy junkies, that's what you are. What's your name with the sound booth there, lady? Let's get both of you, the one in front. Evidently. Tell me your name. Catherine, are you married to someone here? So you by yourself, you have children? Okay. What do you do for a living? You sell drugs? <laughs> anymore. You've been delivered. <laughs> I can't help I can't help it, you know. I, I'm I'm just I don't look for jokes, I just come I try and f- <laughs> I honestly try and resist it. I was, years ago, had people come and pray for me. They felt I had a frivolous spirit. So they prayed, and I, I, they delivered me of the spirit, and I coughed to make them happy, and they left me. <laughs> and then they left me, and it came back seven times stronger. <laughs> Sorry. So... I'm so grateful for the love you have for the Lord. You genuinely love the Lord. You do. You are such an asset to the kingdom. Honestly. You know, Dorcas died. And because the community was so crazy about her and she was such a blessing, Paul brought her back to life. Didn't let her go to heaven because she was such a blessing. You remind me of such a person that is so loved, not just by this church, everywhere you go. People love you everywhere. Your, na- your neighbors, your neighbors that aren't even church people love you. They just do because you have such a sweet heart. And you're just so always helping, doing, giving, always such a blessing, always positive, encouraging, always happy. You come out of your house smiling, or no matter what it looks like, you're, always, you're a great blessing. So I want to thank you for being part of this church. You are an absolute asset in every way. Now, the word of the Lord for you is God will deny you nothing. All you have to do is ask him. Because you give everything away. You keep nothing. Give it all away. No one, they don't even know in this church how much you've given away. Always giving because you're, so you're a real giver. But you can have more if you just ask the Lord. He'll do for you. He wants to. You have some family members that have been a concern and a burden for your soul. As, that's the second thing. He's going to start saving them because you asked him to. And the third thing that you ask the Lord is he's going to do a thing in the community where you, where you live. You're going, to have, you're going to have your prayer meeting and your little Bible study. God promises it's going to happen now. He's going to give you that influence that there will be a real Christian environment where you are. He's going to, you want to influence them. You're witnessing, they, witnessing. Some actually love it. Some avoid you. because you go, But it's okay because you're touching people's lives. It's the most amazing things. The ones that avoid you when they need prayer, they come running. And they will come running. It's all part of God's plan. You really are a wonderful woman of God. There's a change coming in your work place. There's a major change coming. You're waiting for that thing to happen. It's going to happen. You are certainly underpaid and, and not getting what's rightfully what they're not. They didn't keep their word. They didn't keep their part. And God's about to do something on your behalf because you are favored, highly favored of God. Now, I do want to ask you, your angel works a bit harder when you drive, so you need to pay a little more attention, please, because you, you do too many things while you're driving. Not a good thing. Your angel's been bumped and scratched and too, way too much. 
What's your name behind it with a blue top? Hi, Tina. What do you do? And you from England? Uh, Which part? Uh, Cambridge. Cambridge. Oh, you should speak much more with a hot potato in your mouth, darling. (laughs) Yes, indeed. I went to school in England, you know. That's why I speak. English is not my home language. Did you know that? Ons praat met elkaar Afrikaans, as we, as Nederlands, met ons mekaar praat. Not German, there's something else we speak. <laughs> Dutch is like Dutch, it's a dialect of Dutch, that's what we speak, Afrikaans. All right, this is, uh, is Afrikaans? Can you understand? So you're from Cambridge, and you married? Yeah, Charles. Who? Charles. Hello, Charles. Is, is that the Charles that left Princess Di? No, obviously not. You got him, did you, eventually? Yes, and recycled he has been. So, Charles, what do you do, sir? He's also English. Semiconductors, do you? Yes, God bless the British, is what I'm saying. Yes. Just want you to know the teas in Boston Harbor. You want tea, go get it in Boston. I'm kidding, I'm just kidding. How many children do you guys have? Four. Now, you Americans get a grip now. <laughs> take, take the example. All right. So, the Lord has done great things with you because you're a very wise man. Not a wise guy. A wise man. God has given you a gift of wisdom. You come up with the most amazing answers. You don't talk a lot, but when you talk, people better listen to me. You, got, you, you have the right answer. It's a gift from God. You can get knowledge. But wisdom comes from God. And that's who you are. And your words are extremely valuable. Now your companies don't always understand that. And they've, they've wasted money because they didn't listen. Make them pay now. For the wisdom. No, really. Make them pay because you've got valuable. You have, the, you have a gift like Solomon. Really you do. Unusual gift of wisdom. And if people will listen to your counsel, they will save themselves a lot of hardship and heartache. So your, even your own kids don't even pay attention. One of them does, but most of them don't always think you know what's going on. That's okay. Uh, it's okay because you, it's not always the way, you, it's the way you say, not always how you say. It's, you know, the, God's giving you wisdom. There is an ailment in your body that needs a little fixing. You're going to need some medical help for that, but it's going to be okay. Do not make a big thing of it. It's not a big thing, okay? As for young lady, you're a sweetheart. You've couldn't do it well enough when you grew up. Somebody was always dissatisfied with you. Somehow, you just weren't good enough. But you are so much good enough. You're a yeah. sweetheart in so many ways. And you just don't want to be in the front. You don't want to be seen. You just want to serve because you just don't want the influence. You have the abilities, but someone would not tell you that you were wonderful. They would not say those things. So the Lord is saying, let me tell you, my angels stand in a circle around you applauding because they honor you, because of all the years of you've given and done, and you picked up people that are broken, and you have an incredible ability to rescue people, to bring them up out of the depth of despair, a gift of encouragement, you're a sweetheart. You yourself went through valleys of despair, which only gives you the spirit of understanding to help and pick them up. And this is the time in your life where God will really use you for that. Incredible. So I bless the day you were born. There was a time when you didn't, but I bless your day that you were born. Amen. There's a time, Pastor, tell me your name again. Brent. Sorry. There's a time, 
when we look up to other leadership because they, we admire what they've done and we measure them by their accomplishments, by their notoriety. God measures people a whole lot different. And we, there's a time when we look up to them. There's a time when God changes it all and you become a father in your own right. And the time has come. God's not asking you to be only a pastor and a shepherd of this flock, but to raise up spiritual sons and daughters that will be ministries. And they, you can't stop it. It's help happening anyway. You just have to control the craziness sometimes because they, your children do get out of hand and you have a way of saying it in the nicest way possible uh, because they get a little crazy and you've got to keep helping them. And you're very patient and God salutes you for that. But you really have a great leadership. That Your greatest gift is leadership. Some of the guys you look up to don't have your leadership anointing. You're a natural leader. You're not trying very hard. If you wanted to lead, you would have had a church of thousands already. But you're not really trying hard. You're just, you're just going with the flow. That's what you're doing. You're letting God do whatever he wants, as far as you understand. But he wants something a bit bigger. He wants to create a platform for you to function from. You'll keep the Saturday night going, because that's God's plan. But he's got a church building for you of your own. It's not this. It's not this building. It is a real... Wait, 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 wait. It looks like an old traditional type church building. Traditional. And because they can't use it anymore. It's, just, it's magnificently built. It's built forever. But it's, they just can't use it. It's got no other use. Five people go there. That's huge. And that's what God's going to do Sunday morning. So you're going to bring a whole new flavor to your church on Sunday morning. But this thing will still be crazy Saturday night. <laughs> <clears throat> You won't always stay in this building. There's another hall, a civic center or something you'll be using that they'll give you the hall that's a little more conducive because the numbers will grow. And it's uh, managing the people coming from all over the place is a bit more difficult. That's why God's building up a team around you. They're not to support your ministry. They're supposed to become alongside to help carry the load, not just to support you. And that's what God's called you to do. My sister, I know you've avoided being the prophet for a long time. It's just not avoidable, unfortunately, because you were born with this. You were, you were born just like, you know, people don't understand when they talk about Balaam the prophet. He wasn't a Jew. He was born with a gift, and God recognized the gift. God gave it to him. You've always had this gift. It's a little girl. You just knew stuff. You would see things. You'd feel things. And you're always right. You just need to pursue it because you really are, whether you want to be or not, you're not a, a prophetic gifted person. You are a prophetess. God calls. I don't make those things. God does it. And God called you to be one. And you just, you rather just shepherd people. You think it's going to stop you being the shepherd. It won't. Because the prophets and teachers that were in Antioch were prophets and teachers. They weren't teachers. And then some were prophets. They were all prophets and teachers. They were those five people he's referring to. And you're a prophet pastor. You are. You care about people. You go to, you don't even know this lady goes to bed at night thinking about you guys. She wakes up in the morning and she's got, she's really making calls because all night she's worrying about you. She would think she's your mother. She, she, takes it pers- she takes your problems personally. You won't find that in America anywhere else. Because people just don't care. When you walk out the door, they don't care. This lady goes to bed with your problems. She cares about you. And your prophetic anointing works. And he's more, more calm and he just has to listen to you, stressing about them for them. And he, but but he, it helps. It helps him get his pastoral gift going and influence and help to work it. He's a very clever man, very much a communicator. There's no grass growing under his feet. No, sir. 
Tomorrow's not the day, today's the day. If, you, if I didn't know better, I'd think you're German. Because there is no tomorrow, it has to be done today. Today, let's do it now. Get it done. And make sure it's done. And, and you just want to hug everybody. You would give everybody a second and third chance if you could. You'd even give the devil a chance if you could. Because you have so much mercy. You're the most unusual prophetess that has the heart of mercy. And you, it's, you didn't grow this through hardship. You were born like this. You've always been like this. God made you that way. Your DNA is that way. Don't apologize for who you are. This is the most important time of your life now. You have children. How many children do you have? Where are they today? Because one of them is very far from you that your heart yearns for. And that's the one that's going to come work alongside you. Because he's run from his calling. He's run from everything. He's so embarrassed about the mistakes he's made. doesn't want to admit it. He has a hard time. He's so ashamed. And you have no problem, but he has a problem. But it's going to all change. It's all going to change. And he'll come work alongside of you and you'll be a, in a really terrible team. We'll work together like a storm. And the devil's going to be in trouble. Really, really, really. So the properties are going to start coming now. I know California is very expensive. But God's got a church building for you and then some other properties because you've got a whole school coming. There's several things God's planning. He shifted the anointing from another house to other houses that are not doing the job and he's given you their giftings and what he had planned for them he's giving to this church now. So it's time. So it's all going to happen in this couple of years. And that's enough. I'm done. My books are waiting for me. Thank you so much. (laughs) 